Hi, welcome to Active Authenticity, where I share the skills and the concepts to first discover who you are and then to live in keeping with who you are. And finally, in those crux moments, to go beyond who you are to live an extraordinary life. And today I want to continue our talk on dreams. And whereas in one of our previous recordings, I spoke about authentic dreams versus faulty dreams and called out in particular one type of faulty dream, which is really a dream that speaks to one part of you while not really addressing the other parts of you. Today, we're going to talk about how to work with this type of faulty dream and transform it into an authentic dream so that when you pursue it, it contributes to your ease and satisfaction and joy in life. When you think about dreams and the nature of dreams, oftentimes when we bring our dreams into reality, we create conflict because dreams can sometimes conflict with our realities. And when this is the case, we can often drag our feet in pursuing our dreams and or just jump right into going after those dreams and then tolerating the internal conflict that results from sort of being in two places or having two minds about the dream. Uh, And as you probably know now from listening in on active authenticity, that type of existence where we live with internal conflict is not consistent with the path of active authenticity, nor is it really consistent with an authentic life. And so today I wanted to talk about this particular type of faulty dream and what we can do to change it so it becomes a true dream and one that feeds our authenticity and aliveness. I want to give an example. Say, for instance, you have this dream, you're creative, and you have this dream of going to some kind of a tropical island for a month by yourself and devoting yourself to your craft undistracted. And maybe you're a sculptor, maybe you're a writer or a painter or what have you. And maybe the reality of your life is that you can take a month vacation from work that works out fine, but you're in a more recent partnership where your partner may in fact not be too keen on the idea of you disappearing for a month. So you're in conflict, right? And maybe because you don't want to jeopardize things in your new relationship, you decide that you're just not going to pursue this dream, even though it's something you really want to do. And this often happens, right? We have a dream and there becomes an obstacle and we're like, ooh, I don't want to create waves or trouble. So then we don't pursue our dream. Right? And so we live with this regret or this longing and which can actually turn into resentment over time. Or the other thing that we can do is we then just say, I'm going to go and pursue this dream and everything else be damned. Right. And so we might just jet off and do our thing and come back and find that this relationship we actually cared about is now a failed relationship or it continues, but a degree of distrust has been inserted into the relationship that you now have to struggle with as you continue to move forward. Again, that internal conflict and disquiet that really is not part of living an actively authentic life. So let's go back and consider this situation where our dreams conflict with our reality and how we might approach this from an active authenticity perspective to create a dream that starts out faulty, all right, because it doesn't speak 
speak to all parts of who we are and moves into being a true dream that actually does speak to all parts of who we are. And not only that, but it continues to advance who we are and increase our confidence and joy and impact and purpose and all the things, the good things in life. So let's take our example. So the first thing you want to do whenever you have a dream that is rubbing up against your reality, you want to write it down. And you want to write it down just so that you have a minute to really reflect on the situation and capture all the different elements that are impacting your dream. So obviously the pieces that are supporting your dream, you don't have to write down. Really just write down the ones that are creating tension or conflict or opposing your dream. And you want to consider each of the items in that list from this particular perspective. How much do I actually own this thing? Or I believe in it? Or I agree with it? So if one of the things in your list is that your partner wants more togetherness and is opposed to that amount of separation, you want to sit back and you want to say to yourself, one, now how into this relationship am I? If you're not into that relationship then you may not want to even bother considering that person's perspective in your decision to pursue the thing that you want to pursue. Okay, so that's the first thing, getting real with what that situation is. But if in fact you value this partnership, the next thing you want to ask yourself is, well, what do I believe about what is appropriate togetherness and separation in a relationship? How much time apart can we have and still feel like it's a robust and active and alive relationship? And what kind of expectation do I want to create in this relationship moving forward? What feels really right and authentic to me? And maybe upon consideration, you decide that yes, it's in fact true that you believe that you really shouldn't be apart for a month, that that's not conducive to developing longer term relationships in a healthy way. And then you kind of figure out what you think is an appropriate time away, maybe a week. Okay. Or you can go in the other direction where you say to yourself, oh, you know what? Actually, I really believe that taking a month away to shore up my individual interests and feed who I am, nurture who I am as a person in this way is really critical to the life I want to lead. And therefore, then you bring that into your awareness and you have to own that piece of it. And regardless of which direction you go, what you see you're doing is you're figuring out what's true for you, not what will make the relationship work or what will make this person happy, but what's true for you. And with that knowledge, then you step back into your dream and you say, okay, this actually now represents who I am and what I truly believe. So now how do I make the adjustments to my dream that not only can preserve my dream, but also integrate these truths about partnership that actually I believe in and I own and I want to seed in our relationship moving forward. Okay, so I'm just gonna do the one where you need that time alone. That's really critical for you. So you might make these adjustments. You might say to this person, look, this is really important that I have this time alone. And how about we modify? What if I go for three weeks instead of a month? First, you have to make sure that's okay with you. And if it is, then you present that. And maybe this person will be okay with that. 
they'll be like, that. that's fine. If, you know, we uh, have a call, you know, at least once a week to just check in. I know you want your space and you're going into this deep creative process, but can we do once a week? And maybe that's a solution that works. Or maybe it's something where the person also flies to this remote island with you, but they stay at a separate place and maybe you meet up once a week and they take a holiday as well. And then you could both talk when you get home about your different experiences. And maybe this is an opportunity for them to explore something. Maybe they're a photographer and they can explore their side, but it's done in a way where you have separation. Or maybe it's like, yeah, take a month, but let's at least um, Zoom every day. So can you see here you hold with what's true for you in taking your space, but you look for ways that you can make adjustments that would accommodate some of what the partner is asking for, but you don't give in on the core piece that's actually true for you. Now, if the person can't tolerate this, that's how you find true relationships as well because you are presenting your authenticity and they can't hang with that. It's better to let that relationship go at the start. But if they're willing to accommodate and move with that and you can creatively come up with a solution together that honors what's true for you in your realization of your dream, then you're moving toward authentic partnership as well as authenticity in your own life. And just to say that, you know, I'm putting out this, I call it the skill of modification. We go into that extensively in active authenticity, really talk about how to utilize the skill to the maximum. I think it's actually in chapter five. Um, But anyway, I just wanted to roll it out real briefly as we talk about its use in turning a dream that starts out to be faulty because it doesn't meet all parts of you to change that to a true dream that does and will continue to build your joy and your strength in who you are, your confidence and your aliveness and really impact in the world. Okay, that's it for today and thank you so much for being here and we'll be back.